0: Creative Zombie Studios presents the Subjective Comedy Podcast with Brad Scott. Brad Scott is a mediocre comedian from Indianapolis. This is his show. If you don't think it's funny, remember, comedy is subjective. Hello. How am I going to start? I need to come up with a name for you. Hello, subjects. I like that. You know what? Leave all this in.
1: Could do the old uh, big dumb show. Hello, citizen.
0: But it's not called subjective citizen. It's true. Or citizen comedy. You're recording right now, right? Mm -hmm. This is the intro. Hello, subjects. We're back. uh, We've found a good formula of just dropping an episode randomly uh, when you're not expecting it. But we've got a lot on the show today. Uh, First of all... This is this is maybe the biggest show since Subjective Comedy has come under the Creative Zombie banner because for the first time I am joined all show by producer BS. Say hi to the subjects. Call the cops. He's here against his will.
1: But that that's is right. very true.
0: We're here at Creative Zombie Studios. We're here. We're back home finally finally doing an episode at home. And uh, if you haven't checked out Creative Zombie Studios, make sure you check out. We have so many really, really good shows. Colt Cinema Cavalcade is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. We also have Shadow Nation. Uh, We're working to bring back Christy Lee Uninterrupted. The people will speak. Yeah,
1: we'll see how well that goes.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably shouldn't have brought that up. But, sore spot. That was a good show. Anyways, so today we're going to talk... that what's going on with the single dad recording. Uh, we're going to talk to the GoFundMe. We're going to talk about, uh, what's coming up at red curb comedy and Avon. And we're going to do a preview of a Roastamania. It's a roast battle. We're not sure exactly of the format, but we do have the matchup. So we're going to break down each matchup for you. And that takes place tomorrow night at, I believe eight o'clock. I think so. And it's at a local comedy club in Indianapolis named after a snack food. So that's all on the show. Let's start off though with single dad update. This is technically the first one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you should probably follow me on social media, I don't know why you would listen to this podcast if you don't. Right. It would make no sense. Um, I you're, if you do follow my social media, you're probably like, Oh yeah, you're recording single dad again. No, it's different this time. So the first recording suffered a little bit of sabotage. And it is a a lost recording, but we have it. And at some point in time, we're going to Wu-Tang that shit and auction it off. Then we recorded my normal headlining set at Red Curb Comedy that was just going to be called Single Dad because it was the majority of material and it was the theme and it's been the branding I've worked on for 12 years. This is not that this is actually a much bigger deal. So it's not going to be recorded for audio format. We may at some point release some, you know, release the audio format, but more importantly, we are investing money into this and we are shooting it (laughs) three (laughs) the giant fridge turned on Uh, we are recording it with a three camera shoot in 4k thanks to the good people at WFYI local PBS affiliate here in Indianapolis and we're going to be submitting it to Netflix Hulu Amazon anyone really that will give us money for it and you're probably saying really you're going to send that hodgepodge of garbage that you threw up again uh, threw up In last February? No, no, this is different. This is not just all of my random material. This is the story of how I became a single dad and how I got sole custody and the transition of my daughter to my son. And it is a crazy story. It has got some heavy moments, but it is also very, very funny. I've worked very, very hard on it. It's the best thing I've ever written. And it is, we're sold out. You can do that when you don't charge anything for tickets, but we have all the reservations are made, so uh, I'm not even going to be plugging that, but it is next Feb- next Friday, February 7th. It is going to be exciting. We're ready for it. And so here's the thing. Video production costs money. If you know me, you know I don't have a lot of that. I have high hopes. Uh, what's up, a part of the song? You know what I'm talking about?
1: The high, high, high hopes. hopes
0: yeah yeah but he goes uh shooting for the scar stars when i didn't have when i wasn't making a kiss. anyways i'm Not broke
1: a clue everybody just remembers the high hopes part
0: it's a good song <laughs> but
1: i'm broke it's an old song is it old yeah i thought it was like 2019 Depends. Which High Hopes are you talking about? Oh, Panic you're at the about, Disco. I was thinking of the... Oh, you're thinking about you know, the really, really yeah, Hopes. That's a,
0: no, no, I'm talking
1: about Panic at the Disco. Yeah, nobody knows either lyrics. It's fine.
0: Uh Yeah, so anyways, I'm broke. But we have started a GoFundMe uh, to raise it's the, the money... The song,
1: isn't it? Huh? It's the Buddha Judge song, isn't it? Judge song? Yeah, isn't that the one where they do the weird dance with the High Hopes?
0: Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. Best viral dancing since gothic kids to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. There you go. Uh, but if you want to give money to this cause and help out with the video production, we have a GoFundMe set up. You can go to Brad Scott Comedy, uh, on any social media platform and get the link for that. Um, we're trying to raise, I think, $2,000. that will cover, uh, the camera people and then that should take care of post-production as well. So, please, if you can, uh, Donate, y'all, I'm not just asking for money for nothing, by the way, because if you read the actual information for the GoFundMe, based on how much you donate, you do get some fabulous prizes, including uh, either a single dad, I'm not going to lie, or one of the various other Brad Scott comedy t-shirts, a I support Daniel Charlie uh, wristband, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's a big prize that I offered is probably just my time, or you know, like slave labor of some sorts. That's about usually what I can do. Here we go. Ah, uh, so if you donate twenty five dollars, you're gonna get a physical copy of the show, which will be probably a DVD because we're not personal Uber for, driver, right? huh?
1: Personal Uber driver.
0: Personal. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna throw that in there. You know what? But I can't do it at twenty five. It's not cost effective with my gas mileage. If you donate 50 you also get that physical copy. Again, probably going to be a DVD. We're not splurging from Blu-ray. Plus a Brad Scott Comedy t-shirt. If you donate $100, you get a physical copy. Brad Scott Comedy t-shirt. Personal thank you video from Brad and Charlie. And I will give you a free Uber ride valued up to $12. If you donate $500, you get a physical copy. You get a Brad Scott Comedy t-shirt. You get the video. And you get an original canvas painting by Charlie. My son is a very, uh, very... He's becoming a very good artist. I actually have a joke where I make fun of him for not being a good artist, but he's taken it serious and he's becoming a very good artist. He loves painting on canvas. Probably
1: because of that joke.
0: Probably, yeah, I know. I inspired him. I'm like a, I'm like a tiger mom. And so if you want that, he will paint you uh, a, a Charlie original and you'll get an Uber ride uh, for free valued up to $25. And if you're like, well, how do you know how much that is? I know the math of what I get paid per mile a minute. So anyways, go to Brad Scott comedy, find the link. And if you can't donate, I understand I'm broke. That's why I'm asking you for money. Please share. It does a lot. uh, uh, It does almost as much because you're getting it out to other people who may have money. So share, share to your friends in Fisher's Carmel, send them the text uh, and say, Hey, this is going to be a good cause because I do think the message behind this set of unconditional love for your kids and uh, kind of, The acceptance that we all need to have for the transgender community is a positive one that needs to come out from a straight ally, and that's what I'm hoping to be. So anyways, now that I've hit you up for money, let's give you a Red Curb update. Producer BS, when was the last time you were at Red Curb? Last special? Oh, shit. (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah, but you'll be back. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Oh my God. It's been like, it's it's almost exactly a year, isn't it? I think so. Of yeah. recordings. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for 2021 Single Dad Part 3. This time it's personal. And uh, guess who else is going to be coming to Red Curb? Jim Gaffigan? We can't get Jim Gaffigan.
1: I'm trying to fulfill the Corey spot. But luckily.
0: We do have somebody who's already going to be in town for Comic-Con and has agreed to terms to do a show at Red Curb. So Saturday, April 11th, Red Curb Comedy proudly welcomes three-time world heavyweight champion, number one best-selling author on the New York Times, Mick Foley, mankind himself, do love Cactus Jack. He is going to be at Red Curb. That is Saturday, April 11th. It is going to be a late show because he's going to literally be coming from Comic-Con to Red Curb. Tickets are going to be going up on sale very, very soon. If not, I believe this week, and they're going to be $25 for the general mission ticket and $50 for the meet and greet. And if you're like, that's a high ticket price, keep in mind this is gonna be a very intimate show. this is gonna, you're gonna be one of 80 people that get to see this show and you're gonna get to hear from Mick Foley literally six days after WrestleMania. Mick Foley has always been very vocal with his opinions on the product. He's never held anything back. so I'm sure you're gonna get to hear the you know uh, the honest truth and you're gonna get to hear. If straight from the man himself and then if you spend the extra money for the meet and greet you'll get to meet him and Mick Foley really does meet and greets right I uh, got the pleasure to uh, open for him at Crackers and then I went the year before when uh, my former co-host of Wrestlemania Brent Terhune opened for him and Mick I mean he he doesn't rush you he doesn't you know speed up the conversation he is a very sincere genuine nice human being so you'll be able to sit and talk with him for a minute and get pretty much any, I mean, I saw him sign, I think, seven things for one lady. So he really, really gives you your money's worth on the meet and greet. That's Saturday, April 11th. Check redcurbcomedy.com. Go to stand up shows. We will have the tickets available very soon, but then they will also go very quickly. So you want to check the social media, follow at Red Curb Comedy on all platforms or follow Brad Scott Comedy. I'll be posting it as well. And now uh, this is going to be a short episode because we're both worn out. There is a show tomorrow night, as I mentioned earlier, at a local comedy club in Indianapolis named after a snack food. And this is a very interesting concept. I like this concept a lot. I believe it was created by Brad Riggler. If you haven't seen Brad Riggler, he's done some shows at Red Curb. He's a regular staple of crack uh, at at, a a comedy club named after a snack food in Indianapolis and all over the city and all over the state, really. Wouldn't it be
1: more like a comedy club named after a soup
0: condiment? Ooh, I like that. I like that. Or a soup add-on. Because you know what You know what they say to me? No soup for you. Ha, 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 I get it. Because I'm not allowed in the building. Anyways, so what they've done is they've created these Roast Wars. It's the Roast War Championship, and you can actually... Uh, find their Facebook page and give them a like. They have a lot of really good content on there. You can also find them on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I believe it's at uh, RWC. Let me find it real quick. This is great content. Rose, Yeah, there it is. You know what I hate? Have you noticed sometimes when you type something into a search bar on certain things, like you'll type in the first letter and... Instagram immediately is like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And then as soon as you start typing in the correct letters and using, them, they're like, oh, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. So anyways, Roast War Champ. Roast War Champ on Instagram. Uh, help them build their following, and maybe we'll get a third post. But give them some love. Show them some support. They have a big show coming up. It's roast I mean, I mean, this is their WrestleMania. Get it? Oh, yeah. Mania. And this is their Super Bowls, I guess. Um, so it's we're going clever. to be breaking down each of the matchups. What was that?
1: said, in my dry humor way, it's very clever.
0: It's very clever in your dry humor. You do have a very dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah, you, you, you're the, uh, the guy in the movie that's silent all the way through just dropping little one-liners. But then you give a nice, eloquent monologue at the end about how ridiculous everything around you is.
1: Probably won't do that at the end of this podcast, but...
0: No, but you're saving it for February 7th, the Red Curve Comedy. It's for the single dad event. Catch the ending where producer BS finally snaps and just starts shouting into the microphone, ruining everything that's been recorded up to that point. Although I am still technically waiting on somebody to have uh, 50 cent in me with this show and just have reserved 45 tickets so the she- seats are empty. I would right. not be surprised. But anyways... Uh I'm also going to tease this. There is a meeting or a phone call, one of the two that's happening Friday. And the Roast War Championships, there's a slight possibility they may be coming to the northwestern side of Indianapolis. I'm not going to tell you where, but that is a possibility, which would be good because I kind of feel like right now, this Roast of Mania tomorrow night, it's kind of like the 94, 95 seasons of the NBA. You know? Mm-hmm. Houston Rockets were a great team. You can't take anything away from them. Nope. But they didn't beat Mike. Nope. You know? Didn't beat Mike. So as long Pacers as... Pacers
1: were a great team. What's that? Said Pacers were a great team. 99. Didn't beat Mike.
0: Didn't beat Mike.
1: Took him to well, game seven. Mike,
0: no, but Mike, No, but no, you don't see what I'm saying. Mike was there. <laughs> hmm Right. My, my my example is saying, I'm comparing myself to Michael Jordan at this point. Will you let me have this? Nope. Because I'm not there. So uh, maybe if we can get that deal worked out this weekend and bring roast uh, the Roast War Championships to a location in the west side of Indianapolis and uh, a, colorf- a colorful street uh, parking designation. Uh, see what I did there? Yeah. Maybe we'll find a, a true champion but anyways this is a great lineup these are really this is one of the most this is one of the strongest local lineup of comedians uh that I've seen and they're gonna be doing battle against each other now again we're not sure the exact format because I'm not allowed to go where a lot of these shows are so we're just gonna break down each individual matchup I don't know if like if they advance and then if it's a bracketed thing or if it's just like uh like a WrestleMania or UFC thing where these are just the individual matchups and you have your main event. So, anyways, first matchup we have on the card, Sarah Huntington versus P. How much do you know about either combatant?
1: Nothing. But then again, I'm not really immersed in the comedy scene.
0: No, but you know Sarah, don't you? Mm-mm. She did a bunch of red curb shows. She used to do it. She used to do a bunch of red curb shows. Uh, I was at
1: Red Curb in February that's right, yeah, of 2019. You there? Yeah, that's why.
0: Um, so. I love Red Curb. I just don't get out much to Avon. That's true. You don't get out much to anywhere except for Nikki Blaines. I know. It's true. So here's the uh, here's the breakdown from Roastamania. Huntington is apparently 3-0. and Perez is 2-1. and Became a crowd favorite from his last appearance. This is what I was wanting to tell you earlier. I know who they're talking about, but at first it caught me off guard. Perez became a crowd favorite from his first appearance, and aside from a single loss to Shoemaker, he is still considered among the RWC elite, and I was like, you're awesome. getting out. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a roaster. Well, you know. I didn't know you were vicious. So here's uh, here's how I'm going to break this out because I don't know Perez. I don't. Maybe he'll make his way over to West Indianapolis if that happens, but as of now... I have to go with Sarah Huntington. Because I know her. She, yeah, she's literally the only person that I know in this battle. So, uh, your first matchup. Because I will say this: Sarah is very, very funny. She's very quick, uh, very funny. So I'm not just blindly picking the person I know. I have confidence in my pick. I feel like Perez would have to really bring it to prove me wrong, and I right. feel confident and enough in Sarah to pick her against someone I don't know. All right. We're not going to be off to a great start when I go through the second matchup. Zach Garner takes on Jeremy Arroyo. Now, Garner apparently had a controversial split decision to Devon Shoemaker. I wonder what the controversy was. That's in comedy, I have no idea. You think there was like... uh, do you think maybe stealing signals?
1: Are there off-topic jokes that they're not allowed to
0: do? Ooh, yeah, maybe somebody got maybe he, uh, somebody uh, check got the too play, personal.
1: Play, play, or the play, the set list beforehand and take some of the jokes.
0: Or maybe they thought Garner should have clearly won.
1: That's true, That's, but
0: it was a split decision. It's
1: most likely, what the case was.
0: So here's the deal with this one: Jeremy Arroyo looks familiar. He's a Fort Wayne comic, so I'm sure I saw him. Maybe I haven't. I may have never met him. Oh, he's got an album on Spotify. Go check out Jeremy Arroyo. But I do know Zach Garner. And I'm, I'm picking the same way. I'm picking who I know with the confidence. Zach Garners a, he's, like a, he's like if Seth Rogen was more of an alcoholic. Right. And he is. He's funny. He used to kill those Kettle Top shows. I've seen him at Helium. He hosted Helium, actually, uh, last week when I was there. He did a great job. So I'm with confidence, I'm picking Zach Garner. But the question is, is he
1: quick on his feet? Because to me, a roast battle, that's, you have to be quick on your feet. I
0: don't think he's quick on his feet because he's usually too drunk and he's a big guy.
1: Then, but uh, he's quick on his... Okay, fine. Quick his, on his head?
0: Yeah, quick on his head. He's quick-headed. Right. So we've got Huntington, which I believe Huntington's probably the favorite. She's undefeated. So you're probably getting a minus 110, but I'm still putting my money there. So the
1: question is, are the judges, who are the judges?
0: Or is oh yeah, a judge? we have a, they have a, they always have celebrity judges. Let's see here. I saw them earlier. And are the comics uh, pleasant on
1: the eyes? Ooh, you think that's going to influence the judges' decisions? It may not, but if it comes down to two people that are very well matched... That could put the favor in the other's corner.
0: That's true. Do you know what they say about juries? Nope. They're way more partial to attractive people and uh glasses.
1: Then I better not get caught.
0: Gla- why?
1: I wear neither glasses nor am I attractive.
0: You're good looking, man. You just need to get some of those like hipster ones that don't have a prescription. Right. Yeah, that's Can what you just lo- do the
1: ones without the actual glass
0: in them. Well, no, because that that might then you're already lying to him already. All right. So here are your celebrity judges. Okay. We have uh, Lisa Sears. Uh, she was uh, she was on a bunch of Red Curb shows as well. She has is the host of the Gaze of Our Lives podcast. Check them out, Gaze of Our Lives podcast. Um, and I'm gonna go in reverse order because this this next and I remember her. Guy, when, uh...
1: Back during your first, second special? Seeing her?
0: <laughs> I think it was the that day. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't remember. Charlie gives me so much shit about that. I was like, hey, I'm recording. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. It's We're running out of memory with all the specials you're making. So the next judge I'm going to announce is the... I think he's, he would be considered the headliner of the group. Like, he's the, the big get. Right. Uh, Kevin Fertig. Sure. Otherwise known as Kevin Thorne. You've seen him. He's the guy that's like... Have. From the brewery. He's, he always wears his wrestling costume. Sure. At conventions. Not a clue. This, this guy. Hang on.
1: I steer clear of the wrestling people. Yeah, sure. I mean, he kind of looks familiar.
0: He's a really nice guy. He is. He's a really nice guy. Uh, he was in WWE as Mordecai. And he is, uh, like, yeah, that's a, that's a smart get right there anyways. Ties in the whole mania stuff. Right. Now, the reason I saved this judge for last is because I have beef with this judge. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them. It's actually it's two judges in one. It's Julio the Cockroach. Oh, okay. And Jeff Goltz, who is the ventriloquist that controls him. So, I went to an open mic with uh, Mercedes Benz. Right. Uh, back in December. And Julio the Cockroach was there. And he took some shots of me on stage. Like, I went, he went after me. And he fired some shots. So, I don't like this damn cockroach. We have beef. What's I love good. Jeff Colts. Great guy.
1: We need beef if you're going to do roasting.
0: It's true. I know. I'm just. I'm going I'm to start firing shots at them. It's
1: really hard. I mean, have you ever watched the YouTube videos where two people absolutely love each other and they get up there and they, they uh, try to go back and forth and insult each other? It's not nearly as funny.
0: It's called a wedding. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Julio the cockroach. I challenge you. This is an open challenge to Julio the cockroach. I am not a fan of his. Again, love Jeff Goltz don't like Julio the cockroach. I'm going to step on him like a bug. Literally, because he's a bug. All right. So that's your three celebrity judges. Now back to the matchups. Again, I'm picking Zach Garner because I know who he is. And I don't know for sure if I know who Jeremy Arroyo is, but he, he looks intimidating, I guess. But Garner is my pick. I don't know who would be favorite because I know nothing about Arroyo. So... We're gonna say it's even money, so you're priced up uh, negative one hundred and ten there. Now your next matchup, I know both of these, okay, but I don't think you know either. Derek James versus Sandra Edgel. Nope. I've known Derek James for years. Sandra Edgel, I just met because she came out for our first annual uh, Red Curb open mic battle to try to win a spot on the Ryan Neemiller show. And if I, if I wouldn't have seen her, it would have been the exact, like if I, if she wouldn't have come out to that open mic, it would have been the exact same way. I've, I've gone the first two matchups, right? I would have gone Derek James in a heartbeat because Derek's a funny dude. So basically you're saying you had bias. I would have, but Sandra's vicious. Is she hot?
1: Yeah. See, I'm just trying to showcase whether or not that it's 2020
0: uh, though shoemaker.
1: I understand that, but what I'm—it I mean, goes back to my original theory.
0: Yeah, but Derek James Did that is hot play too. Any, well, there you go. They're both hotties, but I'm still going Sandra just because she is vicious. She—you know—she reminded me of not the, and in, and only in this way as far as the way that she approached that Avon crowd. Hannah Rochline.
1: You know this is going to happen a lot when we when I'm on the mic, you're going to say the half Asian one that was just going to stare at you. That
0: was at my first album recording at a uh, kind of comedy club downtown, named after a Batman villain.
1: That was two years ago, so I have no idea.
0: So okay, she. I'm I'm already looking forward
1: to single dad number four in 2021.
0: Yeah, that's going to be uh, what is that going to be? The return of Harper. I get it because the ghost. Anyways, so uh Hannah would go so like a lot of people when they come to Red Curb, we tell everyone you have a hundred percent artistic freedom, no content restrictions, unless it's advertised on the show. And we with any stand-up show we've done so far, we have not advertised any sort of rating. And people still try to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. because it is Avon and then some shows have been a little bit of skewed a little older demographic Hannah didn't give a fuck she went right at them pussy cunt bitch you know what i mean like just right in their face and they like that right you know what i mean well, I'm and sure Sandra they do like pussy never mind Sandra was right the exact face. same way she did not hold anything back she was in their face she was aggressive she was just spitting venom in an upset pick. I'm going with Sandra, and I really like Derek James. This is a tough one. Well, there you go. And I could be wrong, but I'm putting my money on Sandra. I'm going for the upset. I think this would be an upset because Derek James has been in the game for a while, but he is one and one. I mean, he needs this more. Otherwise, he dips below 500. That's tough. Sandra doesn't have her do that. Oh, Sandra's four and three. You know why I'm also giving it? She's got the experience. There you go. She's been there before. So yeah, I'm going Sandra Edgel, and I have to imagine, just because of experience, she's going to be your favorite as well. So you're, we're still at negative one ten, but now we're doing a parlay. So but but all right, next have match. They
1: admitted these to you know. I mean, Indiana allows gambling now.
0: Yeah, they no, you can probably find these, these on FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> We need to get them as a sponsor of the show. You know, I'm just going to plug them anyways. So these, the, that's yeah, these, that's how you make them pay
1: is to continue
0: to plug
1: them without them having to do a thing. Yeah, yeah, That's
0: my philosophy. It's how I've, it's how I've approached everything other yeah, business relationship and comedy I've had. So FanDuel Sportsbook, official sponsor. These we, these betting lines come uh, from our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. They are not this, actually official. This matchup legal disclaimer. Yeah, you can continue. bet here. Griffin Shira. You don't know him. Nope. He's a new guy. New new to the game. He As also if that mattered. Uh yeah, no.
1: <laughs> you, like I said, you say names, I stare at you and you're like,
0: Alright. Well, you can at least just fake it.
1: Well yeah, we go way back.
0: There you go. I like that. Even though he's like twenty.
1: The pool party we had in my backyard. You last better be year. careful.
0: He's like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> if this was way back, then that That's, pool party has a lot of investigation. No,
1: no, I legal age well, granted <laughs> the only pool we have, that we have in the backyard would be that plastic one that you know we had as kids so what all of four oh feet, yeah four feet wide So yeah. a little intimate but you know
0: did you have the one where like it was the the soft plastic flaps on the side or the hard like no, shell
1: hard shell one
0: all right so we have griffin shira taking on devon and now you may want to
1: we have an upgrade to the fancy balloon really nice uh pools that they have. You're still on the pool thing? Yeah, You really are trying to quarry up this segment. Absolutely. Well, it's better than the whole born in the US. You know, that, that went forever.
0: And I've forgotten.
1: Until now. Thank you. Son of a bitch.
0: Griffin's opponent, you may be partial, Devon Shoemaker. He's family. He's sure. black. <laughs> but he's family. So here's the thing. I know both of them. So this is another one where I have a little more insight. Now, I I just met Griffin recently. He actually was the winner of the first ever Red Curb comedy open mic battle. And here's what's impressive about it. I think we're going to start calling our open mic battles where we give away uh, spots on shows as the truest form of justice in, in comedy competition. Because I make it three rounds. And I do that on purpose because that way I tell everybody, you have to vote each round, like the audience when they clap. So what happens is if one of their friends gets knocked out, you win over that that person's friends. Right. We had, we were shocked by the way, with how great of a turnout that was. We had between 50 and 60 people come out for the show. Do you know how many people Griffin Shire brought? Not a clue. Zero. And he won the whole damn thing. That's impressive. That's telling. Huh? That's telling. very you telling. Pull in everybody. But that's also a, a prepared, you know, six minute set that he's, that he's gotten a chance to work on in his workshops. So it's, it's a little different when you get in the cage. And Devon Shoemaker, he, uh, he runs an open mic or used to run an open mic in Muncie. And wow, well, wow, both are undefeated. So this is the battle of the undefeateds. Man, this is a tough one. Because I'm going to see him before I'll probably see (laughs) Devon, I'm going Griffin. But I think Devon would be the favorite in this. So I'm going with another upset. That's Griffin. Griffin Shira. I love Devon, though. Devon's a strong candidate. And he's black. He's probably going to, you know... All three judges are white. He should use that to his advantage. Uh, let's see here. Next matchup. Ooh. Tyson and Austin. Tyson and Austin.
1: Well, I don't even have to know them. I just say Tyson.
0: Tyson Cox versus Austin Fry. You know yeah. Austin Fry.
1: Sure. <laughs> we go way back. He was at the pool party last year.
0: Oh, my God. Back on the pools. So Tyson Cox... Is, uh,
1: Tyson will have this one in two seconds, 30 seconds. It's the quickest you can what, win
0: it. But how do you know? How do you know it's not mid nineties Tyson? How do you know? He's not going to just try to buy Austin's ear off and get disqualified. So, okay. Tyson, cock Austin Fry, man. Both are vicious. Austin's such a nice guy though. Austin's a really nice guy. So I'm going with Tyson.
1: Tyson's really nice suck.
0: as well, but I but I've always had a feeling that Tyson Tyson could uh, Tyson could have a wicked side to him. So I'm going Tyson. Plus, I mean I see whenever I've been I've been hitting up open mics frequently lately to work on some of this stuff, and I see Tyson almost every one of them. I haven't seen Austin a lot of them. I feel like maybe he's, he's out of practice. not taking the training seriously. You know what I mean? He's he's just sitting up in an ivory tower he's like rocky uh three where rocky's doing the the training where there's like media and they got fireworks and everything else and then you just see tyson cox in a in a dirty apartment just doing pull-ups off of a a bar that he's nailed into the wall with rusty dirty nails maybe
1: austin's been in russia working with high-tech equipment
0: no rocky won
1: he won but not without
0: severe head trauma that's true it took a toll on him And I think those punches were real because Stallone definitely has a metro. All right. This is the, I believe this should be the, I think this is the semi-main event. You know both of these. All right. So you will actually be able to, to contribute. It is Mr. Bottoms Up himself, Josh Springer, taking on Patrick Murray. All right. Now, before we get to that, I'm going to play a video that is on the official Roast War Championship Facebook page. This was at an open mic that looks to be January 13th. So it says Patrick Murray popped into Crackers on Saturday to do a guest set and roast feature Josh Springer. The two are slated to face each other at Roastamania. So here we go. This is Patrick Murray. Patrick Murray uh, firing shots at Josh Springer.
1: And I am in a roast battle with the next comedian. Ew! Right. Ooh. Who yeah. was that?
0: So I just want you guys to know
1: the next 30 minutes is going to be a good time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he is pretty terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to wish you probably saw 30 minutes of beer,
0: that's so. <laughs> oh, I don't know how
1: he makes it out of his house most days. He's serious, he's babysitting his drug dealer's cat right now. <laughs> <laughs> he got into the cat net, right, like <laughs> I He's high as shit right now.
0: I, I think maybe you guys were feeling the smoke off of him, and that's why you're laughing so hard with all of his stupid fucking jokes. <laughs>
1: Is that the equivalent of uh, the two people standing there for the weigh-in and then they don't shut up?
0: Yes. I'm going Patrick Murray. All right. Josh is too nice. Patrick Murray's been the, f- the fastest rising. Honestly, I feel like Patrick Murray's insulted that he's not the main event. <laughs> That's how I think Patrick Murray's mind works. He, here's the thing. Josh was being paid to be on that show. Right. Right? Like, Josh was... There see, Patrick made it a point to go after him and fire the first shots in a smaller time set, five minutes. Post. I'm, going with, I'm going P-Train. All right. I'm on the P-Train. All right. It's because my doctor says I have a growing problem. <laughs> All right, the main event. It is my former co-host... Former best friend, big time Brent Terhune versus DJ Dangler. Now, this is tough for me because both of these guys are really good friends uh, no, Brent, of mine. I do
1: not know Dangler.
0: Oh, okay. He's He's been around forever. Like, probably started maybe, maybe, he well, he actually, I think he started somewhere else. So he probably started around the time I did. So he's been in, this. this is the veterans matchup right here. This is, this is the, the toughest to call. Because both are super nice guys who seem to avoid confrontation. But now they're forced into it. Right. You know what? You know what? It pains me to say this. But tell the chef I'm having turkey. I'm picking Trahune. That's what that meant. Yeah, I figured. The reason is his wrestling background. He did WrestleMania for five years. Right. Where he constantly insulted me. So I feel like he's had a lot of practice.
1: Yeah, but insulting you was easy.
0: That's true. Oh, could have set him up. You know, he's, again, Rocky Three. at the beginning, he's fighting duds, he's mm-hmm. fighting bums. So, but I'm still going Trahune just because of the WrestleMania experience. Uh, and I love DJ, and DJ will be high. Hmm. But yeah. that can backfire. I'm still going through him. If you're
1: high, you can either say the funniest shit in the world, or oh, you no, say he, what you think is the funniest nah, shit in the world, he, and everybody else is like, what the that's hell an experience That's inexperienced
0: talking. When, when people say, I don't mean you. I mean the people that say shit they think is funny that's not when they're high. That's a DJ's a vet. So, when he's well, say high, say it just enhances. I, funny. Like get,
1: huh? I say shit that I think is funny when I'm not high. and Yeah, I've, 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 I'm aware I've
0: listened to you on this podcast. And it bombs. But we have, uh, so a recap, I'm going Huntington, Garner, Edgel, Cox, Murray, Terhune, and Shira. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't go Shira. I went Sandra. Don't Book it. I I have the Griffin points. written down here.
1: Go to Indiana Grand.
0: So yeah, make sure you get your bets in. Thank you to our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook for all the lines. I would do a parlay. Here's the parlay I would go. I wouldn't I'm not bet I would not bet on that Dangler turhue matchup. Too close. You know, fool's money. I would bet Edgewell because I think she's the underdog. I think you're gonna get more value on it. Garner Huntington. That's my parlay. Huntington, Garner, Agile. That's my three roaster parlay. That'll win you big bucks. Thanks again to our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, we are going to have another episode of Subjective Comedy coming out very soon. Uh, actually, with Brenter Hume, mm-hmm. And so I will ask him about this roast battle. Because it's going to be the only way I'll find out the results. Because <laughs> I'm not allowed in the building. Oh, yeah, you didn't get that Siri? It's, yeah, I'm not allowed in the building. All right. So uh check out Brad Scott comedy and red curb comedy for the future shows. Check out Brad Scott comedy for the GoFundMe for the single dad recording part three. This time it's personal. Uh, ooh, that is a good name for this one. Because literally, it's the personal story. Right. By the way, if you're curious as to what the big difference is between the single dad material I've done in this story, this story involves uh, uh, lying about a pregnancy three times due to going to prison for neglect of a child that was never mentioned, uh, followed by an addiction to heroin, a disappearance, and a transgender child. There you go. You know what? If you didn't think... Producer BS was funny, guess what? Comedy subjective. Boom!